Hello, friends, and welcome back to more TRTV News. You know, it just dropped, and we should probably talk about it. I'm talking about Star Trek Picard Countdown, issue number three. Let's engage. Well, hello, friends, and again, welcome back to TRTV News. You know, last week we were just awaiting Star Trek Picard to drop on CBS All Access. And today, I mean, yesterday, tomorrow, whatever it is, when you're listening to this, we are now, you know, two episodes into Star Trek Picard. And um, if you haven't heard already, we have had um, our first reaction episode for Star Trek Picard. And in these reaction episodes, it's myself and Commander Eric where we're talking about the the show, like our, our rates of it, what we like, what we disliked, and just the general vibe of it. And um, if you haven't seen Star Trek Picard, uh, the first episode, the pilot, whatever you want to call it, make sure you do. And then um, make sure you, get, you stay caught up. Like I said, there are now two episodes that are out so far, and they're supposed to be dropping every Thursday on CBS All Access, and they should be available at 2.01 a.m. in the central time zone, which is where we're recording from uh, in the U.S., but um, just if you want to make it real simple, it's just 12.01 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, so uh, whatever that means for your time zone, I know, like I said, central, it's 2 in the morning, and um, east, it's 3 in the morning, so if that helps, uh, just make sure you check it out. Um, I think it's I think it's a good show so far, and you'll be hearing Eric and I talking about that um, each week as we as we do our our reaction to the episode, and we've been calling that uh, engage. And I know that you know for this little TRTV news, I always say let's engage, and um, that's just for fun. But the it's meant to be a play on words, you know, where we're engaging the material that we're we're experiencing. So. Um, hope you check that out and also make sure you stay up up to date with our regular show that uh, we publish on the sevens. So 7th, 17th and 27th of uh, the month um, of each month, basically. So and we'll be releasing a show schedule here uh, pretty soon. So uh, by the time you hear this, uh, it might already be out. So we'll be posting that on all the socials. So make sure you're connecting with us on all the socials and staying up to date. And if you have ideas for shows, things that you'd like to hear uh, discussed or explored on the main channel, by all means, please let us know. Um, I have some stuff planned out up until uh, about April for now, one of which will certainly be a first contact um, specific episode, maybe even a a week of first contact. I don't know. We're going to actually talk about that later on um, as, as the show progresses. Not this show, but just the overall show. But... You guys are not here to necessarily hear about show updates, but you got it anyways. Um, Instead, we're going to be talking about Star Trek Picard Countdown, uh, issue number three. Now, this comic is the third and final issue of this particular uh, of this particular comic. So with that, uh, just to kind of bring you up to speed. Uh, with it, um, and you can also listen to um, you know the other episodes with TRTV News where we talk about it. Uh, but 
with this one in particular, we're we're looking at um, kind of like some backstory with um, some of the decisions that Picard has made to mm, to to help lives. To you know, there's this supernova that's about to happen, and Picard's kind of heading it up, and he's trying to be diplomatic about it. And then stuff kind of hits the fan. He's imprisoned. Him and his first officer, uh, Rafi Musiker, uh, who's played by Michelle Hurd in the Star Trek Picard TV show. And you see, uh, that's basically the end of the first issue. Second issue, there's an attempted Romulan takeover of the USS Verity, which is Picard's flagship that he's he's on. And there's some sinister stuff going on. And uh, we found out that there are these... Um, uh, two Romulan Tal Shiar type people uh, who are also going to be the same people in the Star Trek Picard TV show. Uh, the Romulans named Laris and Javan, and um, they kind of fell in love while they were on mission together doing undercover stuff for, uh, for I guess, the Romulan government, basically. And instead, they kind of defected, basically. And they know they can never go back to Romulus, and... Um, they're basically asking Picard for help and vice versa and stuff like that. And anyways, so far it's, a, it was a, it's been a good comic. I've really enjoyed it. And, uh, part of the reason that we're doing the comics on TRTV news, um, more than engage is one, I started it on, on this TRTV news before engage was even around. Uh, and, and it's, it's still, it's, it's a, it's, a companion piece um, connects to you know the canon in some way, and um, as a bit of of an update with something I was talking about in the past regarding the original Star Trek Countdown comic, which was the tie-in to the 2009 uh, movie that J.J. Abrams had put together. So apparently, the the comics at that point, that that Countdown comic and the movie. We're not owned by the same people. So the movie, they had like this special licensing deal, but that was only for the movies. It wasn't for the comic book. So with that being said, the comic, the 2009 comic, is not considered to be canon. So instead of it being alpha canon, it's now beta canon. So uh, what we see there where data has been resurrected via the B4 download or whatever uh, it's not not real. It's, it's not canon, so it's now considered beta canon um, in the grand scheme of things for Star Trek. So just keep that in mind if you're reading that. If you have read that and you're kind of starting to watch Star Trek Picard and you're also looking at this particular comic, trying to figure out like how that stuff might fit in or not fit in, stuff like that. So uh, just bear that in mind. So with that, let's go ahead and just kind of talk about and kind of dive into the Star Trek Picard countdown comic. All right, so we open up to the comic where there are some scenes with uh, Picard at uh, different memorable points in uh, his life and in Star Trek. So we have a scene of, of uh, or at least one box of him as Locutus, another of him as Cayman from the Inner Light. Uh, we have the scene from Chain of Command where he's yelling, there are four lights. And um, also a scene from Star Trek First Contact, which you all know is my favorite movie. Or at least you might know. Anyway, uh, so we we see him that's, he, he's basically reminiscing uh, over over these 
the life or what he calls the lives that he's lived. And what happens next is um, a series of things where uh, Laris and Jaban, the the two Taushiar folks that uh, he, uh, I guess, met, the ones that fell in love, basically, the ones that are on Chateau Picard now, uh, spoilers, um, <laughs> the um, they're the ones that are taking him to see some some folks, uh, you know, at like HQ, basically the this uh, I guess this this official place. And um, anyways, so Picard and and Rafi are together. They're they're walking up with with uh, Larson and Javon, and he's basically saying, "Hey, I need to talk to my ship." things like that. And the Romulans are like, why would we do that? And, uh, anyways, there's, there's a little bit of back and forth that, that happens while, um, that's going on. And, um, eventually these, these, uh, Romulans, not, not Lars and Jaban are the ones that, um, end up shoot, uh, shooting these Romulans and Picard's like, man, I really thought we were going to try diplomacy. And, um, they're like, well, they were onto our ruse. It wasn't going to last forever. So we, we basically had to do something about it. So, you know, I guess that's that, uh, you know, Picard and his diplomacy that he loves diplomacy. So, uh, <laughs> it just, it didn't pan out, uh, in this way. And, um, anyways, we, we, uh, we see this next scene where, uh, Picard is on the comm and um, on screen with uh, Shiana, who is the one that's supposedly been orchestrating all this stuff, like with the takeover of the USS Verity. And in the end, uh, she's saying, like, I haven't been able to access certain systems. Something about stupid Starfleet stuff won't let me um, get 100% control or whatever. And Picard's like, well, I'm going to do something, basically. And you might feel like a slight tingle. And what it is, is he's been able to um, more or less uh, beam uh, Shiana and the rest of the Romulan captors that are on the USS Verity that have tried to take over the ship um, off off of the Verity. I, guys, I want you to know that while I'm saying USS whatever, I'm struggling so hard not to say Enterprise. <laughs> um, just so used to Picard being on the Enterprise. But his flagship is nonetheless the USS Verity. Well, you know, once they, once they're beamed off Picard and, and, uh, Rafi Musiker, they are both beamed back, um, along with, um, these Tal Shiar people that I've been telling you about. They're beamed back to the Verity and Picard ends up more or less, uh, comforting the Lieutenant that was kind of overpowered in the last issue in issue two by uh, Shiana. So uh, it, it ends up being like kind of a, a warm-ish type of visit. And um, there's a, a little bit of interplay going back and forth. And there's another ship that uh, that comes on board. And uh, actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. Picard ends up, Picard ends up visiting Shiana in the, in the brig and thinking, and Shiana's saying something like, you think that you know, this is the end, that this is the be all end all. There's going to be more. There's, this isn't over with Picard, basically, you know, sounding all dramatic, like, you know, villains do in Star Trek, basically. And, 
anyway, then it, from there we see uh, Rafi, who is um, in command right now uh, on the bridge, uh, hailing Picard down on the brig, saying, "Hey, by the way, there's a D Daredex class. Um, I'm sorry, there's not a D Daredex. There's just a Romulan ship that has decloaked, basically, or that's coming in. It's here, basically." And I'm not sure if it's going to be friendly or not. And uh, from there, there's this, there's more exchange with the Romulan that's on this ship that's just come in front of the the Verity and trying to know, you know, like, is the mission complete? And then there's some confusion talking to, you know, Larson Siobhan. And because the, the plan the entire time was just to get the Verity, um, just to get Picard out there. So that there could be some kind of, you know, insurgency type of thing where there could be a systematic takeover of the Federation and things like that. And they're this Romulan is calling Lars and Javon by a different name, a different code name or their real name. We're not 100% sure what that actually is at this point, but there's kind of, there's more confusion and like, um, questioning of trust that occurs and uh, trying to explain this whole plan of like it was always the plan to get you out here basically Picard uh, to get your ship out here and um, Picard says at one point and instead of a frontal attack you earn my trust how very Romulan of you uh, which is interesting and I'll kind of maybe I'll try and talk about that just a little bit later on about this whole dynamic of the Romulans and the Federation at this point. So uh, we'll, we'll hold on to that. And the names, by the way, that they're calling Lars and Javon are um, Noctis and um, Avum or Avum. And, um, you know, trying to get them to initiate a destruct sequence on the USS Verity, basically, which is kind of interesting. Like, why would you get the ship out there that you want and want to do all this stuff and then just want to blow it up anyway? Well, as a result, we find out that there's a, um, a Romulan uh, D. Derridex class um, ship that that does decloak um, around this this other uh, sh- Romulan ship, which just it dwarfs it like crazy. And we were we find out that Picard and this this Romulan are uh, are friends. So it's Commander. Uh, Vinix or Vinix, something like that, and they end up working together and uh, taking care of this this Romulan ship that's been causing them some problems, um, you know, in these last few boxes of this comic. So, uh, as a result, there's you know a new understanding that is taking place between Lars and Javon and. Uh, deciding not to, you know, blow up the ship that you, and basically telling Picard, you know, you really have changed my mind. Um, I basically see the error of my ways and I want to turn over a new leaf. And, uh, you know, they, they realize there's a struggle that Lars and Javon are having where they're, they know they're not going to be able to go back to the Romulan homeworld or any of the colonies because they've been a traitor to the Tal Shiar and the, the Romulan people, so to speak, and that they need to go into hiding. Of which, uh, Picard's like, you know, I know a safe place that you can go, and especially if you're still into winemaking, and actually offers him 
uh, offers them um, a place to live and a job um, at his vineyard is what we're is what's being alluded to in this comic and um, you know they also help with um, you know the evacuation and starting to evacuate people and then after this all you know wraps up we see um, this shot of LaForge and Data um, from an old, you know, next generation era, Enterprise D era photo of them, you know, taking a picture together, you know, having a hug or whatever. And we see that Admiral Picard is, he's basically uh, hailing, contacting Geordi, um to talk to him about something and asking uh, LaForge is asking if everything's good where he is and you know saying we've had a few minor complications since we last spoke uh, from Picard but uh, the picture is uh, or the future is bright Mr. LaForge very bright indeed so this right here is kind of where we're at uh, for like some of the backstory for Star Trek Picard so at the end of this comic we we have you know Jordy who is the commander um, and in charge of the Utopia Planitia shipyards. And he's in his office. He's in his engineering um, office there at the shipyards or his room or something. Uh, it's not specifically clarified what it is. He's just awake whenever Picard is hailing him. And, you know, the next thing that we see about Utopia Planitia for um, anyone wondering is the Children of Mars uh, short trek, where there was a lot of explosions. There's a lot of um, destruction that occurs, and part of part of not just Mars, but the shipyards itself is like they are in very close proximity to one another. So we're up to this point, we're not too sure about the fate of of Jordy and um, and 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 him in general. So um, hopefully, we'll be able to talk about that. Um, here pretty soon about about Jordy and uh, maybe the status of some other next generation era cast members. But um, overall, this this was a, a pretty decent story, a pretty decent comic book from what um, from what I could tell and how I experienced it. Um, it it didn't go in the direction that I thought it would with uh, the backstory for Star Trek Picard and uh, just things like that. So. I was I was surprised that we didn't get more of the evacuation, that we didn't get more of the protest, um, more of the rationale for him actually leaving Starfleet, uh, which was which has been alluded to like ever since Star Trek Picard was more or less announced. Uh, you know where we we know that Patrick Stewart announced it at uh, STLV Star Trek Las Vegas in uh, August of 2018, and then we got a trailer about a year later, um, like a little a very brief teaser trailer where there's a, a reporter asking him, tell me, Admiral, why did you leave Starfleet? And that's where we first had that indication of, oh, he has left Starfleet, um, which we never, I guess for longtime Trek fans, you would never expect uh, Picard to really leave. Uh, we know Kirk did there for a minute and then came back and I don't know anyway, but it, it just seems odd that not only what did Picard become an admiral, but he also left Starfleet. Uh, but at the same time, at the time of Star Trek Picard, 
he is 90 years old. Uh, so, but that's, but, you know, thinking back to what Eric might've said or did say in one of the, um, or in the, the most recent engage episode where, you know, when we think of a 90 year old now, we think of like a frail, uh, weak, er, not all 90 year olds are weak, but they're weaker. Um, you know, by today's standard, not necessarily by 24th, 25th century standards, um, where, you know, there could be medical advances to where you could have greater strength or something like that. So, um, it's just different seeing that I would have, um, thought we would have, like I said, seen more of the evacuation where we would have maybe been privy to more of the, uh, you know, the protest and the, the fallout of, of him leaving Starfleet. So, um, in general, I enjoyed it. It did provide some backstory and we did get to see Picard in his Admiral uniform, which I do believe we will be able to see Picard in his, um, in his Admiral uniform at least once. Uh, we, we kind of saw it in like a little hologram, like heads up display thing when Dodge was, uh, you know, trying to locate him in the first episode of, of uh, Star Trek Picard. So if you're, if you're not looking for it, you'll just kind of miss it. Um, then again, it's not too difficult to miss either because you're, it's right there. So, um, anyway, what were your thoughts? What were your thoughts on the Star Trek Picard countdown comic series? If you did read it, um, if you didn't, uh, that's okay. But, um, just, you know, for those of you that have, have been listening to, you know, these things about, you know, Star Trek Picard countdown comics, you know, what have you thought about, about this? What have you thought about the comic itself? Like I said, if you've read it, uh, please let me know. And, um, remember that we have a, uh, a new engage episode that will be out, um, here in just a few days as we recap Star Trek Picard episode two maps and legends. And remember if you want to, you know, let us know your thoughts or how you're, how you're liking the show or the comic or um, even our podcast, you can do that by opening up Hailing Frequencies. Uh, you can send it in to trtvpod at gmail.com. You can also call in, um, you know, voice-only transmission to 817-752-4757. And of course, if you also want to send in a letter or a package or anything like that uh, using a, um, you know, like one of those Starfleet subspace communication buoys, you can do so by entering coordinates to the Lone Star Station, P.O. Box 2455, Azel, Texas, A-Z-L-E, 76098. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this edition, this episode of TRTV News. So, as always, we boldly go and make it so.